Ready? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> too late now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the button's been clicked. We are recording. This was live? <gasps> Hello, you beautiful creatures. My name's Alexandra. And I'm Angelica. And this is Legends of Yesterday. Where we talk about histories, mysteries, and ghost stories of a Florida. A Florida, Florida. This is a bi-weekly, is that how you say it? A bi-weekly. Bi-weekly podcast where me and Angelica, who are sisters, uh, we are also improvisers. Oh, indeed we are. Indeed we are. Uh, So this is a part of our company called This Is Improv. Yes. And uh, This Is Improv has a ton of fun things to keep you entertained on the YouTubes and via podcast. Like this show, This Is Legends of Yesterday. And uh, on YouTube, you can check out our sketch shows, some education about theater and improv, as well as awesome interviews with people we know in the arts. Yes. So definitely go to YouTube and search This Is Improv. And you know what, guys? You don't have to look too far because everything that we talk about is in the description of the podcast. So you just go, it's just a click away. Everything's a click away, a click away, a click away. (laughs) Um, Yes. So we do this because we enjoy history. It's just an obsession that we have. Um, Our dad also loves history. So I think that's where we get it from. We also enjoy mysteries. <laughs> and we enjoy the spooky tale or two. Uh, and Florida is weird enough. So oh, yeah. this we're is super weird. We're very weird. So this is a completely Florida-based a podcast. Everything that you hear about is going to be from Florida, one of the weirdest states in the United of in the states. United of the States. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Or yell at us. Say, oh my gosh, that really happened? Yes. Because we say that a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll say it with you. Yes. Um, so how this podcast operates, if you're new here, uh, you are a beautiful creature. If you are returning, you are a glorious alicorn. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that sparkle, Twilight. Yes. And uh, because Njoka said sparkle, Twilight, we have a drinking game on this podcast. If Njoka ever mentions anything, My Little Pony, because she is so obsessed with it, you are to drink whatever beverage you have uh, in front of you. Could be water. I love water. It's my favorite thing to drink in the world other than coffee. Uh, So hydrated. It keeps you hydrated. So definitely play along, maybe get a sugar high, maybe get a caffeine high, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just drink pure sugar. Just drink pure Just sugar. Just do that. That's our drinking game, everyone. Uh, you can. See how long you survive. <sighs> yeah, and Joke is out to kill us all. Okay, I've had a lot of coffee. We've had a lot of coffee <laughs> and we had carrot cake. So Sandra we're sugar and caffeined out. Maybe really strong coffee. And now and- we can see colors better than before so many colors make up this universe you guys you don't (laughs) even know so how this podcast operates is that in joke and i switch off uh every couple episodes so this week is my two weeks absolutely so today alexandra's gonna give you a little bit of a a history lesson sponsored by history so for history today i was inspired by this new group that a bunch of Davy members have joined. So anyways, it's a Davy group where people who were born and raised in Davy uh, join and they'll share their 
personal stories growing up here or history of the town because our town's been changing a lot recently so you know everyone's kind of reminiscing they're like wow look at remember when nothing was taller than 10 feet (laughs) yeah uh with the with the income of college students a bunch of new things are happening the new hospital that's being built right a lot of stuff is being developed in davy which is cool it's fun i'm excited like i'm definitely a millennial who enjoys things (laughs) to do around town not that there's not there's so much to do already but you know it's always fun to get shiny new stuff uh but it's also so important to look at the past and look at Mm -hmm. history which is why we you know obviously do this podcast yes so i was inspired through that group um and i made a connection with a lovely lady named rose brown rose brown rose brown grew up around davy in and out of davy her whole life um and i got to talking to her so these next two weeks were inspired Inspired by her so oh, thank you nice. so much she said thank I you, Rose. yes thank you Rose she said that I could use her stories on here and um one of the first things I'll say about the lovely Rose is that she says I lived in and around Davy for a long time I'm 68 now I can remember from when I was like three or four going out in the orange groves and eating oranges all day my uncle worked at Imagination Dairy you guys know like imagination farms yeah okay um wow yeah (laughs) uh he started milking cows then studied and got his certificate for the american breeders service we would drive out to the dairy where he would breed the cows artificially and he would point to the cows and say i'm the daddy to all those cows God. <laughs> to which she says in all caps, LOL, exclamation point, exclamation point. That's like one of those dad jokes. <laughs> Stop it, dad. These are all my children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, so basically what we're doing for our history section today is I'm, I'm going to touch upon the history of Davy. This is just an overall of of. Davy and and how we got here and why we're called Davy. And I also found some stuff with Old Davy School, who, if you guys know Kim Weissmantle, she she is a great friend. And she also has a podcast called Old School, where she talks about Old Davy School Historical Museum. She also has a book on Davy coming out. Yes, yes. She has a book about the history of Davy. When it's published, we'll talk more about it so you can buy a copy. But we're really excited for her. She worked really hard on it. Yes. Uh, so please go and support Kim as well. And if you are ever visiting Davy, definitely go visit the museum. Yeah. And if you want to hear Kim's wonderful voice too, mingling with mm-hmm. ours, uh, we have some episodes. It's going to say Kim Weissmantle on it. You can take a look back and check out what she has to say about Davy and some of the spooky things that she's. Oh, Kim well. has the best ghost stories. She does. Uh, yes, we have a total of two episodes with Kim. One is our Halloween special from last year. Uh, and now on to the history of Davy, Florida. History. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee, coffee. <laughs> Prior to European colonization, the Tequesta were the native people of what is now Davy. 
A few campsites and graves have been found in Davie, the oldest dating back 5,000 to 7,000 years in Pine Island Ridge. No joke. I know Pine Island is like heavy with artifacts. Yeah. But I didn't know 5,000, 7,000. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, After Spanish colonization, many of the Tequesta died, and the remaining few escaped to Havana with the Spanish when Florida became a British colony, or they assimilated into the newly arrived Seminoles in the late 18th century. Davy was founded by Tamara Toussaint and Jake Tannenbaum. I hope I said your last names correctly. The original name of the town was Zona. In 1909, R.P. Davy assisted then-Florida Governor Napoleon Bonaparte Broward, who we have an entire episode dedicated to, by draining the swamplands. That was a huge part of that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, it's we a huge were, part of his life. We were all swamp. We were all swamp. No cigar. <laughs> what? I, it just oh, felt right to say okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do you. Do what feels right. Anyways, Robert Parcell, or R.P. Davey, a developer, bought about 42 miles in the area. Uh, He built a school in Zona. In 1916, the people of the town were so grateful they renamed the town after him. It was carved out of Everglades land that was mostly underwater. Davy has always had a reputation as a quote-unquote western town, with many earlier buildings having that Wild West architecture, which Kim talks about during... Indeed it did. (laughs) And indeed they continued to build in this style. They continued to build in this style. The new developments, all the letters throughout, like the title of whatever companies under the buildings mm-hmm. any new development has that western font style and i'm like yeah <laughs> the new buildings that are already up match the older building style too. yeah it's pretty cool yeah check it out if you're in the area uh-huh. <laughs> it boasts a significant horse owning population and once was home to many herd of cattle which rose was yes. talking about her dad uncle Uncle. Her uncle. Her uncle. In recent years, commercial and residential development has discouraged such practices, but Davy still is able to maintain a Western feel. Pioneer City, a Western theme park, was located across the street from Flamingo Gardens. Mm. It was built in the 1960s and closed a few years later. So, right now, there's actually a, a neighborhood that was developed when we were really little. There was a neighborhood that was developed where this uh, theme park used to be. So, you know, I think it's Stone something. Yeah. Um, that's across the way. It is directly across from Flamingo Gardens. And it used to be all pasture land. Like, when we moved right. in here, it yeah. was completely empty. And then I think when we got to, I was, like, in third or fourth grade, they started developing mm-hmm. in there. And I was like, what's happening? Oh, no, all the horses were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to give you guys an idea about how we have kept the Western tradition alive in this town, we have uh, the rodeo in the Bergeron Rodeo Grounds with five-star rodeo. Yeah. 
The rodeo is one of the coolest aspects of Davie because you'll always see uh, cars in the area hauling horses. You'll see on the road like a horse head sticking out of one of the trailers. I know, constantly. And it's so much fun to drive like downtown Davie area and see like all the Western influence and real cowboys and cowgirls like Mm -hmm. in action. It's pretty cool. Yeah, on my way to teach an improv class, I saw a lady on a golf cart and she had next to her in her hand as she was driving a miniature pony. Um, and I was like, hmm, that's smart. I see that lady quite a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah. On the way to my improv class when I was teaching after you, I oh, saw yeah. a, a family on a carriage and it was drawn by a horse, oh, which yeah. I haven't seen before in, on that strip. Yeah, that's a so full-grown funny. horse, not a pony. Yeah. I usually see the pony, not the full-grown <laughs> horse. It's like, what? Sorry, sorry stuff. Old Davy School was where the first generation really of Davy went to school. It was, mm-hmm. there was only one place to go to school in town. <laughs> it was the school. And it was the school. And, and that was about it. Um, and the Davy School was designed in 1917 by August Geiger, one of South Florida's most prominent early architects. Opened in 1918 with about 90 students. The Davies School was the first permanent school in the Everglades and is now Broward County's oldest existing school building. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The building was in continuous use as a school until 1980. The Davies School Foundation was established in 1984 to protect and restore the Davies School to the integrity of its early appearance. The foundation, in conjunction with the town of Davie, the Broward County School Board, the Seroptimus International of Davie, the Davie Historical Society, and the community at large, has worked tirelessly to preserve this important piece of Broward County's history. The building is now referred to as the Old Davie School Historical Museum. That's pretty cool. The, the coolest thing about that is that there are still people alive. <laughs> still people. Tro- Troy yeah. Weekly. He, he talks about it constantly. That's where he met his wife. They were in fifth grade together. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I annoyed her enough until she married me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... You see pictures in the school of people in, uh, like, parachute pants and whatever, like, the kids, and it's just so funny, because it's, like, your parents, or, like, watch, or looking at your family members, Mm -hmm. like, when they went to school, and it's so cool to have history that close to, you know, to our generation. Yeah, definitely, and, um, and they've maintained... Uh, the collaboration with the Davie School Foundation and the town of Davie. Everyone loves visiting the museum. It's like when you walk in there, it's so gorgeous still. The hardwood floors are still gorgeous still. And then when you walk into the classroom, they still have like the old classroom style set up. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, what is it, plexiglass? Is that the name for it? Over the chalkboard right because there's still some things that are written on there yeah before they left they left some uh drawings up or Mm -hmm. i think they let the kids draw maybe it was like the kids were able to yeah yeah and yeah it's just cool i think uh kim talked about there being walls that they uh stripped 
uh, because it was remodeled, obviously, through yeah, the years. Yeah, they had to for so, maintenance. So uh, under the walls were old pieces of writings mm-hmm. from from generations before. That's like so incredible. I think, I don't know if you did, but I think that we went on a field trip to the old Davies school. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember ever going when I was younger, so I think it was you because we went to like what what was it Butterfly World? <laughs> we went there too, but yeah, we never did any like true historical tours when I was in school. What a shame, Alexandra! What a shame! How uncultured! Are we went you? to Disney. <laughs> oh. oh no, Universal! I'm sorry, we went to Universal. <laughs> <laughs> uncultured swine! Uncultured swine am I? Um, in the early 2000s, two other historic buildings from the surrounding neighborhood were moved to the property adjoining the Old Davies School. So, the two homes are homes that you can still visit. They're still there. We have done it. We have done it. And Kim has a lovely tour that takes you through there. She does. The Veely House, built beginning in 1912, is the oldest residential structure remaining in Davie and is an excellent example of vernacular architecture. It survived the hurricane of 1926 and the floods of 1947. It was continuously occupied by members of the Veeley family until being moved to the old Davies School property. Regrettably, the Veeley house was sealed to accommodate a modern air conditioning system as part of the permanent preservation plan. One of the most important features of the original structure was the non-electric air conditioned design of the home. Specifically, warm air was drawn up and out through the opening at the top of the attic. The natural airflow kept the home relatively comfortable, even in hot Florida climate. Wow. Also, as with most of old Davy homes, the Veeley house was elevated on pillars, which permitted the breeze to blow under the building. Oh, like a Which skirt. I ne- Exactly. Like if you put an air conditioning under your skirt when it gets too hot. It's the same thing. I don't want to wear that many skirts, but I'm... I'm not talking about mini skirts. I'm talking about when I was like... I said, I don't wear that many skirts. Oh, I thought you said mini skirts. I'm like, you don't need a mini skirt for a breeze in Jock. <laughs> but how else is But however shall I get a breeze? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. When you, when you walk into the house, you know, you can see a lot of like open spaces or areas for for airflow like it's weird you go in there i never got hot when we were going through there even during the day remember when we went on that day tour with kim yeah 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 but still... I, I didn't realize the design was like i wish i wish there was like a tour that just looked at architecture because i because <laughs> we've seen the tour and we've heard kim talk because so we're nerds. about it it's like what's this detail that we haven't heard about yet let's take a closer look shall we are we british to and then take a magnifying <laughs> to the to to the wooden feature okay oh my I'm goodness done. i'm done okay i'm done i'm done i'm done uh in 2004 the former home of colonel charles a and Catherine m walsh and the bud and betty osterholt family osterholt family i'm poor with names but i try really hard was also moved to the site 
So yeah, there are two buildings that are very haunted that you can totally go see <laughs> that Kim will show you. Now, I'd like to move on to the Orange Groves of Davies. So I have some uh, records of- You mean there's no apple groves for Applejack? That's a My Little Pony. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, it's right a there wasn't Any, enough. We needed one. Anyways, way to sugar people fill your body with sugar. Way to be smooth. Um, so like Rose had mentioned, she used to just you know walk from neighborhood mm-hmm. to the orange groves and just have some pick some oranges right off the tree and have some oranges. Oh man, um, those were the days the we used to have orange trees in our backyard. Yeah, uh, our neighbor. I don't know if you remember. Uh, on in their backyard, there were like. There was an orchard, pretty much. Yeah. And then eventually they stripped it. Yeah, because there was, I forget the official thing, but it was like a, it was a disease. There was a disease that the um, orange trees were getting. So they were all getting infected. So they had to be excavated from land, unfortunately. But we still have the best oranges. I don't care what California says. <laughs> Whoa. We cannot yeah. start a fight yeah. with California. I'm starting some beef. You're starting some discord also. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So, there were groves as far as the eye could see, bearing the finest oranges in Broward County. Yes, we're going into our voice actor voice here. (laughs) Uh, Growers celebrated bountiful harvests with annual festivals. There were scents of orange blossoms that filled the entire Davy air. Basically, what I found was through... The Davy website and through a couple articles were people who reminisced about the oranges and the groves oh, and all that stuff. So these are oh, no memories. I have no memories. Okay. <laughs> um, so here are some memories slash uh informations on the orange groves that we used to have that we still remember and that live in our bellies today. <laughs> Actually, I hope not. I really hope you. Uh, are not growing oranges in your stomach (gasps) do you remember oh no you weren't in that class okay i had an amazing teacher mr Rowe. mr Rowe. yeah i remember remember how he used to okay in camp it was not in class oh was it in camp yeah okay so he we were joking around about oranges and seeds and he would eat the seeds in the oranges or he had a seed or something and we're like don't you ever get worried that maybe you'll grow an orange tree? He's like, oh, I feel it growing now. We were <laughs> Mr. like, Mr. O was so was the best teacher ever. <laughs> um, anywho's. Uh, so it was a wonderful time. Back to the oranges. The history of Davy was built on orange trees, said Barbara Granger, age 56, third generation owner of Spikes Groves on Griffin Road, which transitioned in the 80s from oranges to mangoes. Mango. Mm-hmm. By the way. We do have a lot of mango trees. We're doing a lot of cut-ins today, but if you go to Bob Ross, New River, <gasps> New River, New River Grove, Grove, they... Seasonally, when it's mango season, they have mango <gasps> key lime pie, and oh. it's killer. It's like so good. And First of continue. all, it's just like so fresh. My mouth is watering. No, right now. yeah, no. They have key lime pie all year round, but especially the mango key lime pie is the bestest thing to eat ever. Anyways, okay. They have key lime pie all year round, but mango key lime pie is great. Oh yeah, that one's seasonal. That's seasonal. And they also have like pumpkin key lime pie for this. Anyways, <laughs> I want key lime pie now. No. Um. In the 50s, during the height of Davy's citrus packing empire, there were more than 5 
thousand acres of orange groves, wow. generating approximately five million in revenue. Then the industry went to seed. Most operations huh. shifted to seed, but because oranges. Most operations shifted to other agriculture or simply moved, shoved aside by development. All four counties produce more than 100,000 boxes of oranges, but the state does not break that figure down by county. In 2013-2014, Polk County accounted for the largest production in the state, with nearly 20 million boxes of citrus. It is impossible to overstate the significance of the citrus industry here in Florida, said Shannon Shep, executive director of the Florida Department of Citrus, which I didn't know we had a Florida Department of Citrus, but we do. It's really cool. That industry, she added, deserves its own museum. Every effort to document this heritage and to nurture the legacy is welcome, Shep said. The Old Navy School Historical Museum has a step back in time program um, that's brilliant. You get to do a tour of the museum as if you were living back in that early time where the pioneers would walk through. You can wash clothes as they wash clothes. Oh my you gosh, can... I think that's what we did. I think that's what we did in school for the field trip. Oh, is that what you did? It sounds familiar. Like yeah. It, it, they treated it very pioneery. We got like brushed off from ticks and stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't have ticks. But it like we did like, the brush. Yeah. Why does that sound so familiar? You were there. Maybe too. I did it. <laughs> I don't Not remember. With me, but you no, know. I was too little to remember if I did it. Um, but Sandra was there. I was the there. Days. I'm living a second life. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. So that that's basically Davy. I mean, the orange groves were such a huge part of our history. The Everglades are such a huge part of our history. If you ever have a chance to visit the Everglades. Everglades Holiday Park is an amazing place with amazing people and you get to learn a lot, especially if you do the 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 tour rides. We were with the Davy Cooper City Chamber of Commerce when we took a tour around the the Everglades area with Everglades Holiday Park. Yeah, that was awesome. Our amazing tour guide was so well versed in the agricultural education of the area just like the land itself he knew what was poisonous <laughs> what it was used for some yeah. things that were poisonous if you didn't Super ferment them enough yeah. but if you fermented them enough they were healing medicines it's like it was a great tour oh my god it, w- it was so amazing and i wanted to just like stay on the boat forever and I, I can't remember his name, but he was he was called the Alligator Whisperer or something <laughs> like that or Alligator Baby, something something to do with the alligator because he could mimic the sound of a baby alligator perfectly. And when he did it, the alligators would come up to the boat. Yeah, because they are like either the males wanted to eat the babies. Yeah, or the females wanted to protect the baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, oh my god, it's such an amazing tour. If you ever have a chance to do an Everglades tour, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, so yes. And you get to learn about, you know, protecting the nature of your space that you live in. Because here in Davie, we're huge on our agriculture and we love our animals. Um, so that that is Davie. It's pretty cool. I, I, yeah, we're we're pretty cool here. Yeah. I do say so myself. It, it's it's better than Equestria in some ways. Oh, my God. 
Uh huh. I mean, we are equestrians. Oh, see, wink, wink. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, there are many horses around. Yeah, not Pegasi. Okay, you're making this bad. <laughs> or- <laughs> <laughs> So if you would ever like to visit Davie, Florida, we highly recommend giving us a visit, coming to see some of our rodeos. Literally ask anyone in town, have you met Angelica or Alexandra? They'll say no, but don't believe them. Keep asking. Keep asking until you find Kim. And then Kim will be like, yeah, I do know those ladies. (laughs) Kim. Oh, Kim. Poor Kim. (laughs) Poor Kim is stuck with us forever. Um, So, yes, uh, we highly recommend doing the Old Davy School Historical Museum tour because it is so amazing. Kim gives a walking tour and uh, sometimes a ghost investigation crew comes in Mm -hmm. and they also have a nightly tour and uh you'll see our lovely faces giving tours as well (laughs) very soon yes uh so this is improv has branched into tourism and we will be giving uh some historical and ghost tours of this location that we grew up in and we love so dearly. So please look forward to that and keep up with us by going to our website, www.thisisimprov.com. If you also like improv in general and you want to take a class with us, you can actually see our faces. Like, what? (laughs) We can teach you improv things. We can teach you improv comedy and how to use it for life skills. So we teach kids, teens, and adults and sketch writing and corporate team building. So go to www.thisisimprov.com to sign up today. The best part about that is we do both virtual and in person. We're hybrids. No matter where you are in the world, you can improv with us. Yeah, I have a student in Washington and he's amazing. We've had California. So definitely take a class. And I also highly recommend that you go to This Is Legends of Yesterday pod on Instagram so that you can see reference photos of all of the stories that we tell you. Those are posted every other Wednesday, my dudes. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed listening to a bit of the history of where Angelica and I grew up and where we currently are. If you ever have any stories about Florida, anywhere in Florida, in general, you have a family member from Florida with crazy stories, you have ghost stories, mysteries based in Florida, please don't be afraid to click that email that is linked in the description and title your subject Legends Podcast. So I know you're not... We don't talk about this that much. What? But... We also accept alien abduction stories. Oh my gosh, yeah. We love alien stories. Please yeah, tell us if your story. Anything, go for it. Tell us, please. Okay. We like literally anything weird that you're like, I don't know, dude. Listen. Conspiracy I would maybe. Say weird. Just anything fantastical. Anything, Magical. Yeah. <laughs> tell us your secrets in your diary. And send it to that email <laughs> that is in the description. And you can hear it live on the podcast if you would like to remain anonymous please make sure to mention that we respect your wishes now i'm going to tell you to have a beautiful wonderful and glorious rest of your day you beautiful creature or glorious alicorn oh yeah wow so magical and 
Remember, folks, friendship is magic. Angelica, I think they've had enough to drink. No, never. <laughs> Whether it be today, we're getting water, lit. water, caffeine, or sugar. Lit you... on sugar. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, sugar. See the rainbows. Be the rainbows. Oh no. Anyways, my name's Alexandra, and I'm Angelica. This is Legends of Yesterday. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. Ba-da-da. <laughs> <laughs>